A side exit provided Mark and Josie a way to slip out of the mall without having to push through the mass of people wondering what was happening on the food court. Those inquisitive crowds and mall security would likely keep the agents inside busy for some time. Mark and Josie walked quickly toward where they had parked. Mark carried Jimmy over his shoulder, while Josie carried Mark's shopping bag of clothes. As they crossed over from mall sidewalk to parking lot, Josie dug in Jimmy's pockets for the keys. She located them, then dropped them. Mark stopped and turned to watch her pick the keys up. Josie was very nervous. Josie realized Mark was watching her. Those guys were terrified of you. Apparently I'm a badass, Mark answered. Josie didn't find that funny, or reassuring. Should I be afraid of you? Only if you try and hug me, Mark said turning and walking toward the truck again. A small metal cylinder bounced onto the ground at his feet, interrupting any further conversation. It was a tear gas canister, pumping out a thick cloud of gas. Several more canisters started hitting the ground around Mark and Josie in rapid succession. In seconds they were enveloped in a thick cloud of dense white smoke. For Josie, it was surprisingly painful. She'd seen tear gas on TV, in movies, but the reality of it was far worse than she could have imagined. Her eyes, nose, and throat were on fire. She couldn't see and was having trouble breathing. Her eyes watered uncontrollably. She even had difficulty coughing. Two men in SWAT-style uniforms, with FBI stenciled on the back, stepped out from concealment behind some nearby parked cars. They had on helmets gas masks, and were dressed all in black. They approached the tear gas cloud with taser pistols drawn and at the ready. The agents could hear coughing coming from the cloud. They stepped in cautiously, expecting to find Mark and Josie on the ground, incapacitated. In the dense smoke, they could make out the shape of Josie, on one knee, hand covering her mouth, her body convulsing as she coughed and gasped for air. Standing next to her was the dark silhouette of their target, unmoving. The agents stepped closer and fired their tasers. The small darts from the tasers struck Mark in the chest. Electricity immediately began pulsing down the darts' trailing wires. Mark reached up and tore the darts free with his left hand while he held Jimmy with his right. Then he stepped up to the agents. He struck one on the top of the helmet, hopefully only hard enough to knock the man unconscious. The agent went down, hard. Mark turned to the other agent, who was trying to aim his taser for another shot. Mark smacked the weapon out of the agent's hand, then punched him in the stomach. The agent doubled over, the wind knocked out of him. Mark reached out and pulled at the agent's gas mask. Off it came, dislodging the agent's helmet as well. The agent couldn't help but inhale a lungful of the thick gas. He promptly passed out from the sheer pain. Mark turned to Josie and slipped the gas mask over her head. She grabbed at it and pushed it tight against her face. Mark tugged at the straps, trying to tighten it. Balancing Jimmy on his shoulder while adjusting a gas mask was surprisingly difficult. Outside the cloud of tear gas, which was just beginning to dissipate, a third agent stepped into view. He, too, held a taser at the ready, but as he had heard the sounds of the struggle heard the unmistakable sound of the tasers firing, then bodies hitting the ground, he decided to wait outside the smoke cloud. Mark and Josie finally emerged. 
Mark appeared unaffected by the smoke. He held onto Josie's arm, holding her up while she clutched at the gas mask with one hand, still coughing under it, and dragged Mark's mall shopping bag along with her other hand. Mark glared at the new agent. The gas hurt. But more importantly, the gas had hurt Josie. Special Agent Bennett fired his taser. Somewhere in the back of his mind he knew it wouldn't work, but maybe it would slow the target down enough for Bennett's partner to get here. Again, twin darts struck Mark's chest, and the taser started its pop-pop-pop as it discharged electricity into him. Mark released his grip on Josie, who sank to her knees. Stepping forward quickly, with the unconscious Jimmy still on his shoulder, Mark closed the distance to the last agent. Then he grabbed the taser and the agent's hand. Special Agent Bennett had never put his hand in a vice, or had a car drive over his foot, but he imagined this is what it must feel like to do so. He was in terrible, terrible pain, as his hand and the taser were being crushed in Mark's grip. The taser cracked and popped as it broke into several plastic pieces. Bennett was sure the bones in his hand were doing the same. Bennett dropped to his knees in pain, Mark released his grip on Bennett's mangled hand and grabbed the agent's gas mask. With a jerk, he ripped the mask off the agent's head, tearing the silicone straps that held it on. Mark then leaned in and exhaled a lungful of tear gas into the agent's face, slowly.